Welcome back to Turf Talk, half year in review edition. Vance, the calendar has turned to July, the year is half over, baseball season's half over, racing season's half over. I don't really like to say who's your X of the year for the first half because just the way the calendar falls, there's different opportunities for different divisions throughout the calendar. But based on what we've seen so far through the first six months of the year and what you expect we'll see in the second half, who do you feel is in the driver's seat to be on, be a finalist for Horse of the Year balloting? Uh, well, obviously you have to look at Beholder, champion older female last year. Uh, she started off her, her season this year pretty well. Uh, the Pacific Classic is going to be a make or break kind of race for her as far as Horse of the Year. Right. If she wins it, sky's the limit. If she doesn't, chances are they're not going to try her again against males mm. the rest of the year. So you have to consider her. You have to consider, obviously, the three-year-old's Nyquist is currently in the driver's seat, but uh, he's going to have to uh, obviously continue winning this summer and uh, moving on to face and beat older horses as well. So uh, those are just two, obviously. There's a lot of others. Sure. That I'm sure you've got an opinion right. we'll, as well. we'll get, yeah, I'll mention the others. Uh, you know, California Chrome, uh, obviously with the Dubai World Cup, uh, now runs stateside or returns stateside. He's obviously ran here before. But, you know, the San Diego, he could conceivably get a mulligan if he does not win that, especially if Nyquist were to show up there. Uh, but certainly the Pacific Classic could be a showdown with Beholder. I have a feeling, based on the way Teppins run, the other name I'll mention, it's going to take a Breeders' Cup Classic win from a California Chrome, Frosted, Beholder, Nyquist, Exaggerator, to dethrone Teppin. Because if she were to run the table and one of those did not close the deal in the Classic, Based on what we've seen with Wise Dan uh, in very recent memory, she's going to be Horse of the Year, assuming she also wins out. Yeah, those two horses, Cal Chrome and Teppin, you can't you can't argue with their major chances, and they might even be favored over Beholder at this point, who is the first horse I mentioned. Sure. But, uh, I'd throw I'd even throw in a long shot here, and I would throw in Flincher, who I thought was very impressive winning the Manhattan. Uh, both you and I voted for Kate Blanco a few years ago, uh, futilely, yeah. you know, in a Horse of the Year vote. But I voted for Little Mike. Yes, you did. After that, absolutely. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, if he runs the table, which I think he's certainly capable of doing, I mean, he's going to run in maybe the Sword Dancer or Arlington Million, then go on to the Breeders' Cup Turf, and you know, he's going to have to have a lot of help along the way. All sure. the major horses are going to have to fall by the wayside, and even then, you know, they're it's he's a kind of horse no. Few voters are necessarily going to go searching for, you know, for horse of the year candidate. Right. But for me, I'm fairly open-minded when it comes to horse of the year as far as which division they're plucked from, other than two-year-olds. And I would give him, uh, you know, a decent shot at uh, maybe getting into the discussion if he runs the table. Sure. And for him, I would say part of it, and I think this was in play with the year Wise Dan beat Little Mike. Uh, for all the honors, really, uh, but that year in the in the mile that uh, Wise Dan won, he beat X Celebration and Animal Kingdom. So to me, that's part of it with Flincher. Depending on who comes over and who he beats in in those races, especially the Breeders' Cup Turf on the West Coast, that could have a say in you know enhancing his resume. Uh, and that's a problem Teppin won't have because she's already went to Royal Ascot and beat them on their own turf. Uh, but there's talk of the Woodbine Mile against Males, Breeders' Cup Mile, of course. So uh, to me, 
it, as I said at the outset, it's tough to say, you know, who's your horse of the first half because, you know, especially for an older horse, all these races you point to are the second half. But there is a lot to look forward to. And we haven't even mentioned the name of who might be the most popular horse in training right now, and that's Songbird. And you brought up an interesting point, I thought, with Beholder, if she were not to win the Pacific Classic, it necess wouldn't necessarily be the, the worst thing in the world for racing fans because if they decide to stay against females, could set up a showdown with Songbird and the Distaff. Oh, that would be an awesome showdown, but uh, it wouldn't certainly wouldn't affect the division races, obviously. Right. Those two would be the uh, uh, natural winners of their respective divisions, but as far as an actual showdown between the two at Santa Anita, uh, yeah, that would be such a huge day, and that would really spice up the Breeders' Cup Friday program for sure. Yeah, no question. Well, a lot... A lot has to happen before we get there, and certainly if Beholder is in a position to be horse of the year and beat males in the classic, we would, you know, want to see that too. So, but a consolation prize for yeah. Songbird waiting because I do not think Songbird has males on the agenda this year. No, no, we, we discussed this last week. It obviously looks like Saratoga, and then probably the Cotillion at Philly Park right. or the Spinster at Keeneland as a prelude to the Breeders' Cup to staff, which is fine, uh, you know. There's a chance she'll come back next year, and Beholder may or may not be in training then. Cal Chrome may or may not be in training after the Pegasus right. Cup in January. <laughs> we'll find out after that. But, yeah, the, the, the field looks uh, pretty potentially pretty barren for Songbird to uh, uh, really step up her game next year against a different uh, set of rivals. Maybe males, we'll see. All right, yep, we will see in that, and uh, we'll send you off uh, to the East Coast on that note. Hope you have a great vacation. Vance is going to uh, be at Delaware Park one day and hopefully share some of his experiences there. And any chance you're going to make that side trip to Federici's? Uh, absolutely. I, I think Freehold is on the agenda at Excellent. some point, at least to see the harness track, and I will <laughs> convince the family to stop by and have a pie. So yeah, I'm looking no, forward to it. I've uh, gone... I think I've been there three times now. Was there when the Breeders' Cup was at Monmouth? Made sure to go when I was there for American Pharaohs Haskell. My first time there was in 2000 when I went to the Hambo in Haskell. And worth worth the detour for those going to those racetracks. But sounds like it might even be on the way for you. Oh yeah, it's definitely on the way. And uh, I'm glad you and Frank Miramati <laughs> has uh, tweeted out pictures of their fine cuisine and I look forward to eating it myself. All right, well, we'll look forward to hearing the experience and certainly talking some races upon your return. I'm sure James will fill in ably for you until then. Uh, this has been Turf Talk.